Day to Scroll Mac with another two cents exclusive. Back in this thing, you know how we do. This is uh Romy Mac. We back with another episode of Two Cents Exclusives. I got the young king in here, D Melly. Yo, D say what up to everybody. What's up, everybody? Alright, yo. So I'm gonna open this up with uh, something we all too familiar with. How do you feel about how serious America is taking the coronavirus? <laughs> oh man, um, not serious at all. Um and honestly, it's, it's very disappointing, um, not for the government, because, I mean, anybody with some common sense already understands how the U.S. government operates. At the end of the day, it's, it's about money for them. Um, so I'm not surprised that they did what they did as far as, you know, trying to open things back up, no matter what it costs for the people. Um, but at the end of the day, you would you would. I've always been the type to never really have so much hope for people. But 2020 definitely reassured my my lack of hope for people because you would think that we'd be able to think for ourselves and realize like all right we seen what happened in april and may when we were shut down and the numbers went down and less people were getting sick right and you would think like okay maybe people you know maybe we can do this for ourselves and maybe take take a little time to step back and not go for the okie doke and we did it anyway so uh, we can say whatever the fuck we want to about the government. Granted, I mean, it is fucked up that they only gave people $1,200 just the last nine months and they still bullshitting with it now. But to a certain degree, I feel like we could have saved ourselves a little bit too just by chilling the fuck out. But people don't want to do that. So, uh, And with everything that's going on with the coronavirus, man, what are your thoughts on taking this vaccine that might bring us back to normalcy as they're, you know, saying? Um, I'm skeptical too. Uh, even with everything, even with everything that I just said, I'm I'm skeptical about the shit because it's just like before, before, you know, when this whole thing first kicked off, they were talking about how vaccines typically take like what, like a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years or something like yeah. that to get going. And nine months later, it's already here. Now, granted, I understand that technology isn't is in a much further place than what it was when we dealt with the Spanish flu a hundred years ago. But, but just just something. Just me personally, I need the I need some I need a little bit more time. I need to see how the general public reacts to reacts to it. See if people just gonna be falling out of nowhere, you know, shit yeah. like that. Before I before I decide to fuck with it. So, but I mean, just until then, I'm just gonna keep doing what I've been doing, just laying low. So let the guinea pigs go first, and then you decide if you want to get down with it. Pretty much. Okay. I ain't, I mean, because if the whole thing is they're talking about, uh, well, if you don't. If you don't take the vaccine, then you can't go here. You can't go there. Well, shit, fuck it. I ain't been doing them. I'm going to work and going home anyway. So, I, don't mean shit to me. Whatever. Shit. What do you make about, like, jobs making people taking that vaccine? I quit this motherfucker for that. <laughs> you think I'm playing? I'm sorry. I, if I'm not ready to take it, I'm just not like, ready to take it. Like, we seen, the, I guess, the medical um, the medical field, of course. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They got, they got them. I got, you know, I know friends that are that are you know that work in the medical field and they're like yeah they're you know they're making us take the vaccine yeah you know what i mean so uh, i yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you man i only know if that, I, that that you can hold that over me now that i'm out the military you know what exactly. I'm saying? like that type of again that type of control over my life 
y'all want to say yeah yeah i i don't i don't know how i don't know how soon it takes to make a vaccine but from what i understand it's longer than what this vaccine took mm-hmm. yeah, just based on research and studies and stuff like that so yeah it does it does have it does bring about a lot of skepticism but i'm just like all right well what what are we to do you know what i'm saying at this point because yeah we want normalcy we want stuff to go back to the way it was at the same time this shit was done kind of fast so it makes you wonder like is there like something there's an ulterior motive going on you know what i'm saying that and also peak this even if we do get that vaccine it's not like it's a cure Mm -hmm. you still got the fact that it's been spreading like wildfire for the last couple of months so you still gotta you still gotta going to cut down community spread before the vaccine at least at least I, if I'm trying to use my common sense yeah you would have to calm down community spread before the vaccine would even mean anything yeah and then on top of that who says the virus won't mutate and then in this vaccine become null and void null and void for what we're dealing with right now how many how many mutations of this virus do you know of right now I can't I, I can't really tell you but yeah. I, I've I've heard enough but at the same time I don't really know. I'm not a scientist. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and that's <laughs> and that's another reason why I've been handling it the way I've been handling it because it's like, shit, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this shit. So I'm not going to sit here and play with something that I don't know about. Right. Because it ain't just about me. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I look at it. Yeah. So staying with on the subject of the, of the virus, what are your thoughts on how they had kids going back to school during this shit? It was the worst. It was the absolute worst fucking thing they could have did because even without coronavirus um how does the flu spread every year how does the cold spread every year for the most part it's typically kids going to school getting it from other children and then bringing it home to their families yeah that was the absolute worst thing they could have did and even if it, and it's the crazy thing even if it doesn't quote unquote doesn't affect the kids which yeah. we found is bullshit mm-hmm. even if it doesn't well what about everybody else what about their parents? What about their grandparents? Which, you know what's happened what's happened with my folks. So, like, that, I mean, it was the absolute worst thing they could have did. And things have gotten worse since then. Yeah, and I don't know if you want to share with the with the public as far as what happened in your in your family dealing with, you know what I'm saying, that the coronavirus. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with that. But uh, my mom and my aunt, they both, uh, they both are in the healthcare field. They both ended up catching, well, I, I, both ended up catching it from work. Um, ended up bringing it home to my grandma, who had never left the house the whole time, and it still ended up getting to her. And shit, within ten days of her catching it, man, she was gone. So now, granted, she did have underlying conditions and all the other shit, which mm-hmm. I from from the day this coronavirus shit started, or at least when at least when America started quote unquote taking it serious, I was worried about her, and I called that shit then. Um, so yeah. And that's what I keep saying. Like everybody keeps, everybody in our age group keeps looking at it like, oh, like it's not that serious for us, or we, you know, it may not affect us the way it may affect the older generation, which we also found is bullshit because mm-hmm. some people of our generation have succumbed to it as well too. But you're not thinking about your elders, you're not thinking about your parents, you're not thinking about these people that you know you want wouldn't want to see anything to see happen to them. So that's that's what I meant by what I said in the beginning that I'm very disappointed in people because it is 
all around selfishness. Yeah, and staying on the subject of that, what do you make of black folk who don't take? Oh, uh, well, not even just black folk. We'll speak on this for us for this thing. But what do you make of black folk who don't take their health and diet seriously? And the cli- obviously with the climate that we're in. Well, I, I still think that truthfully we got some ways to go. Um, because at least with us here in America, as we know our history, coming from slavery, you know we weren't really everything that we had as far as like loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves was stripped from us. I mean, as far as from from, from my point of view, we're just really getting to the point where health is becoming such a serious thing, you know, and want to do things holistically and things of that nature. There was a point where the shit was laughed at. Now, you know, people are starting to come around to it. So I can't, I can't really knock most black folks for not being on the train yet. Mm -hmm. I just think it's something that's just going to take time. So, I mean, but at the same time, hey, it's nobody's going to take care of you better than you will. So why not take care of yourself while you're young, especially if you got kids? You want to be here for them. You know, I, I, I hope so, but I can't speak for everybody. But that's just the way I see it. I, I, I want to be here for them, you know. And I also want to, keep, you know, live a, a, a longer, healthy life as long as I can. So if like I tell you all the time, man, the minute I can't walk or talk, the minute I can't walk or do things for myself, I want to check out. But <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, do the best I can. Um. So this past November, of course, you know, we had this uh, election. So I want to know what did you make of the election and the backlash from the various groups in society, like Proud Boys, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, like in the, like in the media and all that stuff. Oh man, um, they're all fucking puppets. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's. It's, it's like WWE. Yeah. I, I've been saying this shit throughout, at least as long as I've been an adult. This shit is, is WWE. Now, I understand that to a certain degree, we do have to, I wouldn't say we have to, but it is kind of necessary for us to, to, to play a part in it because you see what what other groups have have gotten out of politicking and, 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 um, and pretty much demanding things mm-hmm. that they needed. Everybody else is getting the things they need, except for you know who, except for us black folks. Um, because instead of instead of us number one coming together, which is we just gonna keep it all the way funky, right? Us coming together and understanding the things that we need, and then going to demand those things, we would rather look and just hope that somebody's gonna come fucking save us. And that's why we are where we are. As far as everybody else goes, like I said, they fucking puppets, but. That's about as far as I can say for them, because honestly, I only care to speak, speak about black folks, because that's what I am. That's that's what affects me. So, all right, uh, you know, it's Christmas time, and um, of course, I know you don't really celebrate that shit, right? Nope. So, so I want to know your thoughts on how do you feel about the idea of Christmas um, has been made to be in our society? <sighs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know I was gonna bring it. You know I was gonna bring it for you, man. Um, truthfully, I mean, at, at this point, I just wonder the way I look at it for myself personally. It's right. just like the same way I kind of look at some of the other holidays, like Father's Day and Mother's Day, and this, 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 that, and third. If I'm, if we, if we taking care of each other all year, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like you know, giving each other things and you know, just quote unquote, you know, actually loving each other and shit like that. Why do I need this one random ass holiday to sit there and and 
and blow a whole bunch of fucking money when I've probably been doing it all year. But I only can speak from my perspective. Me, yeah, it, it, it definitely, over time, I, I can definitely say that there was a point in my life where I was definitely into it. I will also say that that Christmas also, the older I got, Christmas also didn't feel the same because with the way my family dynamic was, yeah. it just, there just wasn't a whole lot of cohesive, co- cohesion, you know, so I, I kind of got away from it as well, too. But then also I got older and kind of learned some information about how Christmas started and, and pretty much, I mean, how the government using it, uses, you know, it's almost like a real day for them, like Black Friday and all those other things. So I just don't, I, I, I mean, also the religious aspect of it, which is, you know, it's bullshit. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you don't like what I said? Hey, get over it. But um, it's bullshit. So I'm just not, I, I, the way I look at it is like the way I was taught it growing up, it's like, it's, it's all a lie to me. And I just don't want a part of it. Okay. I'm going to touch back into somewhat of COVID, but this is more going into like the NFL. With it. What did you think of the NFL going through with the season during this uh, coronavirus? It's the same thing with the government. Um, I mean, shit, they got to go make their money. Uh, so, you know, they did what they had to do. And honestly, to a certain degree, you, I can't, I can't even really be mad at them because this is a society we live in. It's a capitalist society. You got to go make, you got to go get your money. And they gave their players a chance to opt out. They gave their players a chance to opt out. A lot, a couple of them chose to get out. Most of them chose to stay. Now, you know, a lot of them were going to opt out. Like some of like the main stars of the league, they weren't, they weren't going to do that. Um, but they did what they had to do. So I, Hey, and some of the people who probably also gotten sick from going to those games and same with like college football and all that shit. Hey, man, same thing. You fell for the okie doke. So what would you what would you have done in that position? Probably the same thing they did. I mean, I, like I said, you got to go get your money. I I mean, that's what, like to go back on my whole my whole feelings about about how people have handled COVID in general. Don't get it twisted. If you got to go get your money, you got to go work. I completely understand it. Do what you got to do. You still got to take care of your family because you see that the government isn't taking care of us just like the rest of these countries took care of their people. But but all this extra shit that people are doing, I, I mean, especially to the... I've seen more people... I've seen people that I know personally party and move around this year more than they ever fucking have. And I'm just like, you, you chose the wrong fucking time to do that. And at the same time, you're over here hoping and praying that you don't catch COVID and you also got kids in a family that you go around all the fucking time. But you want somebody to feel sorry for you. And I'm just not it. I, I haven't I, I'm I, I can't feel sorry for nobody to sit there and just keeps you keep doing it to yourself. I can't do nothing for you. So it is what it is. Okay. All right. Do you think Cam Newton had a fair shot in New England this season based on their performance struggles that they have? And shit, they just lost today. Um, I mean, as far as the fit, what do you mean by fair shot? What do you mean as by fair, as far as like him um, with the injuries that they got going on, coronavirus, and then just like them them losing the way that they're losing right now. I will. If, the only thing I can say is, as far as like the way that the media is portraying it, I don't think it's fair. Um, I don't think it's fair or is it really fair to him or Belichick as well, because like you said, they just they had so many things going wrong for them. Mm-hmm. Um. I think they had to miss like two weeks at one point because 
because I think he got COVID first and then a couple other players got COVID and they just had to shut down operations. They weren't able to practice all this other shit. Um, so, I mean, I mean, and then on top of that, they also had like a good bit of their defense opt out for the season even started. So they, yeah, um, things just went wrong for them. That's just the best way that I can sum it up. But the media is, I don't think the media isn't being fair to them, but I mean, but it's the media. So of course, you know, they got to make their boy, the golden boy look good. So of course they're going to try to drive the Patriots into the ground. So how long do you think he'll stay a starting quarterback being he's a black quarterback? That depends on where he goes next. Um, if he stays in New England, um, how long of a deal he signed? I think it was only a one year deal. Oh. Um, yeah, if he's, I mean, if he stays in New England, then I can see him competing for it again. Um, then again, that, that also depends on who they draft because I'm, I, I don't know exactly how many wins they got. I think they only got like four or five wins. I, I can't remember right now. But um, I mean, so, I mean, they're gonna be pretty high, probably in the top ten. Um, oh shit, excuse me. Um, but. Yeah, it depends on where he ends up at. So I'm gonna switch to your favorite right now. Oh, is LeBron James worth all the all the hype? Is it skip? <laughs> is it worth all the hype? Skip? Is LeBron James worth all the hype? Uh, once again, um, we've had this conversation <laughs> a million times over, but um, yeah, I don't think. Oh no, let me. I'll never sit here and say that, that 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 he sucks. I definitely think he's one of the greatest players to ever play this game. Right. But in terms of sitting there, as far as like the way that the media reaches for straws to sit here and try their hardest to make it seem like he's just like the greatest player to ever play the game, is to me it's, it's disrespectful to the to the to the to the old heads that came before him. And I'm not even talking just specifically Jordan. I'm talking about you know some of the other ones that actually that actually won. And I know for some motherfucking gonna be like, oh, what about his stats? This his stats that I am one of the people that do believe that. And not even just about LeBron James. A lot of this generation, a lot of these guys come out and they stat pack. They're not playing real team basketball. That's why Golden State. That's why Golden State was able to beat them the way that they were able to beat the Cavaliers. Well, before they got Kevin Durant, let me say that much. Yeah. Well, and shit, even in 2017, well, we all knew in 2017 that they were that that Golden State was going to beat them. But those games were close for the most part. Those games were pretty well. I think game, now game one started out pretty damn bad, but Cleveland fought back. But that's why Golden State was able to beat them or, or beat them the way that they were because. They actually play team ball. They have a system. The whole thing that Kyrie and LeBron was doing was just kind of the same shit that Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook was doing. Just your turn, my turn, and we just gonna get to the top of the key and you know just dribble, dribble, drive, dribble, dribble, kick, shit like that. So to me, I, I and of course some people also like to bring up the things that he's done within the community. I mean, hey, I. What's, what the fuck that got to do with basketball? Though? Yeah, and that's that's what I was about to say. That has nothing to do with basketball. Um, and to a certain degree, of course, you can sit here and say, well, I'm not him. I'm not doing the things that he's doing. But a lot of those charitable things that those celebrities do, that's tax write-offs for them. They don't, they, they, they not stupid. They not sitting there just losing money, especially. And you, have, you can't sit here and act like LeBron James isn't a fucking capitalist. Who's ever hearing this and hates what the fuck I just said. You can't sit here and act like he isn't. So, or it's not obvious that he is. Um, and I, I'm not knocking him for that. Make your money. But 
That man ain't stupid. Um, and you clearly see that with how he and Rich Paul move. I can guarantee, even with that, with that I Promise school, if you've seen it, it's a lot of Nike advertisement going through that motherfucker too. And I, I don't know for sure, but I think they also sponsor it to a certain degree as well. But back to your question, as far as all the hype goes, I definitely think he's one of the greatest players ever. But I do think that the media, they do reach a little too hard to, to try to put him as, like just as the greatest player ever. So that's what I don't get down with. I don't get down with the fact that they constantly have to put down, put down those that came before him just to boost him up. It looks insecure. That's all I gotta say about that. Speaking of insecurity, what do you think of him commanding his damn respect? Insecure. Very, yeah, very insecure because respect is earned, not given, not cried for, not babied for, and you already feel like you the GOAT, as he said himself. Like, why do you have to sit there and then go and sit there and be like, I want my damn respect? I thought you already got it. I mean, you already considered as one of the greats, but you want everybody to kiss your ass? You're going to have doubters, bro. You see, like, it is, that's just what it is. You're going to have doubters. You're going to have people that's not going to fuck with you, and that's okay. But if you feel like you're the greatest of all time, then you feel like you're the greatest of all time. But like, as I've said before, I don't really do that whole greatest of all time thing because there's no way to quantify it. Yeah, it's, it's just some fun shit to talk about, but I don't really do it because when you start comparing errors, it's... The errors are different. These guys didn't get to play against each other for real, for real. So it's like, I, to me, it's, it's, it's a pointless argument. Especially seeing the fact that they do this shit on TV every day. I'm tired of hearing it. Do you feel like LeBron is a narcissist? Hell yeah. But I mean, but he's not the only one. Most of those high-level right. athletes are. Right. And with him, it seems like it's, it's almost has gotten worse the older he's gotten. A lot worse. So, yeah. But it, it, he's not the only one. Ultimately, do you see them coming away with the title this year again? Based off what you uh what you've seen in the roster? Yeah, yeah, I do, but there's also a part of me that's holding hope to to what the Nets are going to do. So I definitely would love to see, you know, Katie and Kyrie versus those guys versus the versus the Lakers in the finals or shit, maybe somebody in the West knock them off, but I Man, I don't see nobody in the West knocking them off, man. I, I just don't. Um, I will say that... No, nah, I, I lost all fucking hope in the Clippers last year. I, I did. <laughs> I lost all fucking hope. Tired, so you don't got no trust in Ty Lue. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I ain't got no trust in Ty Lue. I don't have no... Damn sure I ain't got no trust in PG-13 or, or, or Pandemic P. Yeah. Or, 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 what, or what I like to call him, Pandemic Puss. Uh, playoff Puss. But um, I ain't got no hope in him. Kawhi Leonard... I feel like what happened with him last year, and I'm not making excuses for him, because for the most part in the playoffs, he was balling. He, he, was, he was playing his ass off. I mean, same time, those that game, game five, six, and seven, especially game seven, was just fucking horrible. Cause, I mean, well, game five, what I, what I was trying to say was game five and six, yeah, he, he did what he did throughout the game, but when it counted, he didn't close the deal. And game seven was just fucking terrible. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't see them doing it. And I can't really think of any other team in the West to do it. And Because to me, the Nuggets, I don't really think the Nuggets really got any better by losing Jeremy Grant. Um, because now you, you you lose that long defender. Yeah. Um, now, at the same time, if, if EP, MPJ start taking off, you know, he start getting buckets. Or well, at least averages 18, 
I know he could do more than that, but he at least averages 18. You know, no telling how, how potent their offense may be. Um, because he he was right when he said when he's, I mean when he called them out last year by sitting there saying that they only run a two man offense, he was right about that. He should have just kept this in the locker room. Um, but at the same time, you never know what Bowl Bowl may do too. I mean, I, dude, 7'2", look like he could damn near do everything. Is he, is he eighty pounds like his dad was? He looked like it. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like the look like big symbol and shit. That motherfucker tall and skinny as fuck. Like, a, like a, just like a big ass stick, man. But shit, he can. He can do everything out there, so no telling, no telling how you know if he actually gonna get playing time and how they may play into it as well too. So, but other, outside of those two teams, I can't really think of no other team in the West that really has a possibility of, of beating them in a playoff series. Okay. So as I yeah, I'll probably get a, the nod to the Lakers for now. Okay. Let me shoot to uh, something else in the NBA. How you feel about this Rick Ross trade fiasco with James Harden showing up overweight? Coming out, <laughs> coming out there, man, man. Listen, I've been trying to tell people. I've been trying to tell people for the last couple of years, man. Listen, it's funny that everything that I've been called a hardened hater for for the last couple of years is starting to get regurgitated throughout the media, and everybody's saying the same shit that I've been saying. And you can you can clearly see it, but. Um, that shit's unprofessional as fuck, man. How the fuck you show up? That was big as a bitch. I mean, God. I, I, you can see, clearly see the difference. I was like, clearly. I mean, he's always been a stocky dude. He gonna lose all that before the season start? I mean, most likely. I mean, I, I, I can see that. Most likely he will. But that shit still was just, it's unprofessional as fuck, bro. Like, and the funny, I was, I, 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 I got lead pass. So I was sitting there watching it. I was sitting there watching the, uh, the game that night. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I yeah, you know, I see him coming out and I just see you know, I see him looking and I'm like, he coming through the through the uh through the through the introductions and I'm like, hey, look like he didn't he picked up a little weight, man. Like he got like Yeah, they're playing rec league ball. Yeah, shit. like you know, <laughs> I ain't like picked up a little weight. Then the, the goddamn announcers had the fucking nerve to sit there and say, Well, James Harden looks a little slim and trim and I'm like, What? Kill like yourself. Yeah, exactly like y'all bullshit. Kill it, was, it, it was one part of that game where the ball hit, kind of like hit. He he caught it a little bit, but the ball hit him in his stomach. And look, I'm not fat shaming nobody, but James Harden gonna catch this shit right now. <laughs> the ball hit his stomach, and you could see the flubber. Like I'm just like, this shit don't make no fucking sense, man. But it, the shit was unprofessional. And then honestly, I don't. As far as like him getting traded, I don't know anywhere. I can't really think of anywhere that he will fit in. Cause to me, him in Brooklyn is just. Well, they, they got reports that the Celtics and the Raptors would be are interested in like facilitating this trade with uh, with Houston. I think the you know what the Raptors may be the only other place I think that he probably could fit in because they don't really have a real alpha there. They don't have a real alpha there, so um, there's nobody that'll probably get in his way. Because I mean, Pascal Siakam, he, he he he's not he's not a superstar player. Uh, Kyle Lowry, you know he 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 did his thing in the play in the playoffs two years ago, but he, and, and last year too, he you know he he made some big plays and they played uh, they played the Celtics in the second round, but they need a Kawhi Leonard. I feel I feel Kyle Lowry built like James Harden now. 
That's that's just me. You know what? <laughs> that you know what? He's come out there and look like he just had a whole thing of Krispy Kreme donuts. I mean, yeah. Showed up on the court. I mean, but but I mean, but oh, I, I'm gonna get Kyle Lowry. But he can shoot though. Don't get me wrong. I, I, he, he should, he, he'll shoot. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. I'm I'm not the biggest Kyle Lowry fan personally. I'm not either. Uh, and you know how we feel about uh, Rick Ross, James about James Harden. Yeah. I have yet to see him show up in the playoffs. Not not consistently, especially when it counted. Like at you know it. As far as him, like Toronto, no, I'm gonna go ahead because you also mentioned the Celtics. Right. The Celtics, to me, that's just a bad marriage altogether. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the fuck would they give up. The Celtics do need a change to a certain. I, well, honestly, I think Kimber Walker needs to go, but or, it's just not gonna work because you seen he got exposed last year when they uh, not last year but a couple months ago when they played against the Heat. Um, but but back to the Raptors. Um, but even I, I just. See, cause Toronto seems like they have like that, like like they have like a system in place. And to me, James Harden just he the way he likes to play, even though it doesn't make any sense. To, I noticed that the reports been coming out lately about him saying he that he told Steph Curry about that he doesn't want to um, that he doesn't want to play the type of ball that Mike D'Antoni and um, what's that motherfucking name uh, Darren Morey wanted him to play with him just dribbling the, uh, the air out the damn ball and just throwing up all types of shots. I don't believe that because when he was with my boy Chris Paul, this motherfucker would sit there and pout in the damn corner and just go whenever Chris Paul would initiate the offense. So do you want to play off ball or you don't? Because when you had the opportunity to play off ball with one of the best point guards to ever play this damn game, Mm -hmm. you sat there and bitched about it. You didn't like playing off the ball. Now you do. So, you know, which one is it? So I got to actually see it to believe it. But as far as like him... The the whole thing about him going, potentially going to Brooklyn, I man, that's a recipe for disaster. To me, I I, I kind of already don't like the situation in Brooklyn to a certain degree because um, with how they brought DeAndre Jordan in there to kind of just push Jared Allen out of out, out the fucking picture, and I'm like, I, I right now I'm gonna rather have Jared Allen than DeAndre Jordan, so I kind of already don't like that. So then when you bring another alpha or supposed alpha in there and James Harden you got all three of them and enough basketballs go around and also the whole thing about him going to the Miami Heat I am a Miami Heat fan and I would be absolutely upset <laughs> if the Miami Heat go and get James Harden I would be upset because he doesn't he doesn't fit he doesn't fit you sitting there bitching about not getting the things you want in Houston even though you kind of you the one that facilitated some of the things that happened in Houston, and now you're unhappy with the mess that, that you had a hand in the making. You're not going to be able to get away with that shit in Miami. Pat Riley not going to fuck with that. If LeBron James couldn't get away with that shit, you damn sure ain't going to get away with it. Um, and then on top of that, just if we talking strictly basketball, like he just he doesn't fit the Miami Heat system. He doesn't. So, I look, I don't know where the fuck he could end up at. In my opinion, hey, man, you might as well just, you should have just took that 50, them 50 M's, bro. Like, uh, being, and just keep paying your stats. Being the NBA historian that you are, my brother, what's your top five starters of all time in the NBA? Who you got? Who you got running the point? Um, I'm gonna go with Magic at point. Uh, I'm gonna go Magic at the point. Okay. Um, dang man, I don't. You got Jordan, you got Kobe. Yeah, of course. Of course that's what I'm saying. I, I, I kind of. <laughs> I was having a hard time choosing between those two. Going with the and, Mamba, you and, going with what's up? And I, I'm not it, see because a part of me wants to pick Kobe because of his 
his difficult shot making ability that he had. Uh, I mean, well, hell, he mocked everything Jordan did. But he was as far as like making difficult shots. Yeah, Kobe was was a little bit better in that department. Um, man, fuck it, I'm gonna go Kobe. All right. I'm gonna go Kobe at the two. I wish I can go MJ at the three, but are we strictly are we locked to those people that played those exact positions? Yeah. Damn. All right. Um, now you know who you gonna get, Skip. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Forward. Forward. You uh, go ahead. You don't don't act like you don't want to put that boy there, Skip. Actually, I don't. Because if he's he not <laughs> if he's not willing to play off the ball, then I'm not I'm not fucking with him. If he's not willing to play off the ball, I'm not fucking with him. So, um, oh, at, you a diva, bro? Yeah, if he's not willing to play off the ball, I'm not fucking with him. Um, but if he was, I take him. But if he ain't, who else would I go with at the three? Uh, Probably one of the daily scores of him. I go with Kevin Durant. Oh wow! Um, Durant over LeBron, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I go with Kevin Durant because um, I know he's willing to play off the ball. Well, he's seen him do it at the Ford. Mr. Fundamentals. I was thinking either. Uh, Cause Shaq, yeah, because Shaq will tell you straight up, he's not a five. He's not, you know, they always, I, you know, they always get that argument. I, I seen this shit. On where he talk about like how Tim Duncan is not a center, so you know. I probably go. Yeah, I'm probably go with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Um, at the five, I'm gonna go with Shaq. Shaq Daddy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Shaq. Alright, cool. That don't mean that I think those are the greatest players ever. Right. But if for the team that I want, that's what I go with. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on the current music and hip hop? <sighs> oh man, I gotta take support. Yeah. <laughs> If we talking mainstream, just my personal opinion is just not my taste. Um, yeah, not at all. Not that trap. We're not really feeling that trap. Stuff. No, I, I am not feeling it uh, at all because it's it's fast food music. Even the production pretty much sounds all the same. Yeah. Um, they got some. They got some joints out though. I, I, you know, you know, I told you. Even I had to give it up to the to um to the trap. The, the trap music that's out right now. So there's a couple guys that's out there that's you know that's got a couple records going on like little little baby the baby, um, money man. Uh, my my favorite right now, forty two Doug. I like forty two Doug a lot. Um, but it, you know they got they got a couple joints out there. Hey man, like I've always said about when it, in terms of music, it's all about what your ears want to hear. Yeah. And hey man, I ain't gonna knock nobody for what they want to hear, but just for me personally, yeah, my ears don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> especially not anymore. That, I mean, that was probably like a, a point when it first came out with when when that whole trap scene first came out. Well, not like in terms of like the way Ti them started. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm talking like the way this generation does it. There was a time when I thought it was cool, especially when I was a little bit younger and partying more. Because that, I mean, to me, that's how I look at it. That's pretty much all it's for. It it, it has its place. So I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's completely irrelevant, but um. But I like lyricists. I like sound production. Right. So um, not just 808s and a bunch of hi-hats mm-hmm. and, and that same snare and a couple of little little dark melodies in the background here and there. Like, no, I I, I, I like a little bit more than that because, you know, like we've discussed before, I like 70 soul music mm-hmm. and, and jazz and shit. So that's, you know, that's more so my lane. So as far as like this new shit goes, like, I mean, it's, it's cool for its purpose, I guess, but... If I'm just sitting at home chilling, I'm not trying to listen to this shit. What's your um? Yeah, obviously for the for the audience, you know, I know. But what's your what's your artist? You know, what I'm saying that that your that the artist that you fuck with mostly. Oh shit! 
Um, currency. Currency, the hot spitter. That, that's, that's, that's to me the greatest rapper to ever live. I know motherfuckers don't laugh at me for saying that shit, but to me, that is the greatest rapper to ever live. Uh, because of his consistency, his production is, is a fucking one. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, he's had some, some misses here and there. I'm not one of those, those stands that can't really see their flaws. Um, especially when he's tried to step out of what he knows works for him, when everybody knows works for him. Um, but production, um, his his raps, you gotta really sit there and listen to this shit, cause a lot of the shit that he that he says and his metaphors, that shit go over your head if you're not really paying attention. I've listened to him for a long time and shit. I go back and listen to old shit, and I be like, damn, I ain't, I didn't really catch that back then. Like, what the fuck was I doing? Was I just vibing or what? But yeah, that's shit. That's that's my favorite rap ever. An underground rapper is somewhat starting to get a little recognition. So yeah. How you feel about Southern hip hop now versus the South that you grew up with? If we talking in terms of the mainstream, once again, I'm, it ain't my cup of tea. But the underground, I fuck with it. Because I, I definitely see where, or at least from, 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 my, from my view, I definitely see where you got a couple of artists that are starting to, they're starting to, some of them are kind of, especially this year. They're starting to understand that, okay, you need a little bit better production. You can't, just like we talked about that plug and play mm-hmm. shit, the trap shit that, oh, yeah. that they do now. Oh, yeah. You can't really do that. Fast, you, that fast food. Yeah, that fast food shit. Yeah, you kind of got to, you know, you, you kind of got to, you know, got to be able to rap a little bit. And I can definitely see a little bit more of that starting to happen. Um, so I, yeah, I, I fuck with it. Like, you know, you know, I came up listening, you know, to Crit. Of course, like I just said, Spilled him. Um, well, I guess you can't even really call Crit Underground no more. For real, for real. Uh, I should, I, I still consider him that. At least, at least from the time that I that I was really fucking with him, mm-hmm. and a couple other guys. So yeah, I, I I fuck with it for the most part. At least the underground part, I fuck with it. What you make of Wayne now versus the <laughs> versus the Wayne that you used to um that you used to rock with? Man, I didn't lost all hope for Wayne. Man, when I heard the Carter Five. I'm not gonna lie, man. I the funny thing about the whole thing with Wayne is, growing up, man, I was a, a crazy fan of Wayne. That's who I found out who Currency was through him. I was a crazy Wayne fan, man, until I swear to God, till 2008, when I heard, I heard, uh, I heard Lollipop. I heard Lollipop, and I knew it was the fucking end for him. I I, I swear to God, I remember. That was my senior year in high school, man. And I remember telling people, I was like, bro, I don't like this shit that Wayne doing. A lot of pop. What you saying, man? That song, man, it dope, man. A lot of people fuck with it, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, this ain't him. Like, this ain't this ain't the Wayne I grew up listening to, man. Like, I don't like this shit, man. Like, because at first I heard a million. I heard a million. I was like, all right, like, I, I fuck with a million. Like, that shit is straight. And I'm thinking, like, the quality break would be nice when I heard a million. Then I heard a lot of pop. I was like, oh, fuck, he finna cross over. Do you feel like. And that, it was a more so a commercial success. Oh yeah, definitely. Carter Three was not his best album. It, it, the Carter Three was not his best album. But yeah, uh, but as far as like how I feel about him now, uh, if we talking about him strictly as a rapper, I yeah man, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not fucking with it. I, I'm not, and I'm, I'm sorry. There's definitely that that 16, 7 year old kid in me that still that still have like those little small hopes that you know that one day he'll go back to what he was, but he, he's not. He, he not going back to that. And then, on, then on top of that, for me, also the I hate auto tune. I cannot stand the sound of auto tune. That shit pisses me off. Um, 
I don't even know why. I can't tell you why. It just does. I just, I've just never liked the sound of it. I've never even been a crazy fan of Jay-Z. But when he made Death of Alton, when I was like, yeah, nigga, I hear you. Like, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm not crazy about Wayne. Well, shit, it's been the rebirth, because that's what these trap stars use. They use that damn auto-tune. Yeah, and that's, that. It, thank you for saying that, because that's why I don't, that's another reason why I don't really fuck with this, this mainstream trap scene, because the auto-tune, I, I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. Okay. All right. What was your thoughts on that versus battle between Jeezy and Gucci when uh, Gucci played the truth at the battle? <laughs> to me, it was Jeezy played it the way that he was that he's supposed to play it. Because why would you self incriminate yourself? Why, oh, yeah. Why would you incriminate yourself? So Jeezy played that perfectly. He did. He did what he's supposed to do. Um, especially you know the way that he's carrying himself now. Um, Gucci at the same time. I mean, if somebody tried to kill you, how would you feel? So I, you know, and that's your first time really seeing him or being around him and God knows how long. So I kind of, I kind of understand why he handled it the way he did. But also on the flip side, hey, to me, that shit was comedy. Like, <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, you, you pretty much knew when, when nothing gonna happen. They weren't gonna be able to touch each other. It was way too much security in there. They had too much of their homeboys in there, you know, waiting for shit to happen. Uh, you knew wasn't gonna happen. At least not in there. Nothing wasn't gonna happen. And then, and I didn't on top of it. I do think the end was was pretty cool. You know, to see them actually, you know, perform. And, I see. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that was cool. To, you know, to see them you know, at least be able to, to like slightly come together. You can still tell that you know Gucci was still a little like hesitant. But I mean, yeah. again, that that PTSD trauma, like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah. So, and, you know, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I never really fucked with, with um, you know, we talked about that, but I, I never really fucked with Gucci Man like that. You know, I just, his his music never, it just never appealed to me, personally. You know what I'm saying? That was, again, I, I grew up in, I grew up in Virginia and I went to, like, I was I was in the, you know, in the Air Force during his, like, heyday. It really wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever you listen to in high school was kind of like what you take with you for the rest of your life. So, you know, I was, you know, more like, Seven again, the seventies, seventy soul music. You know, yeah. that's commonly what I, you know, I, I kept. That's what I could play in the house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's what I learned to learn to love because I didn't have to worry about hearing my mom, uh, you know, cussing me out for playing cussing on the, you know, on the damn radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, who do you want to see next on a versus battle? Who would be dope? I mean, I know they got too short, and I think E40 coming up, or it already happened. One of one of the two. But, I, I didn't um, even watch that. Um, yeah. Ew. Hey, what about my motherfucker? I'm E4O. Yeah. Who would I to play if you're ready to go? Who would I, who would I want to see next? Honestly, I probably would rather see nothing hip-hop-wise, though. It'd have to be something something soulful. Something to make people want to, you know, you know, some people, you know, people want to chill back and relax, um, especially for the time of year. OJ's. OJ's and the spinners. What's up? What's up? Man? I fuck with that. Hey, I, I I fuck with that. Half the spinners are dead, but you know I uh, fuck with uh, that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, OJ's and the OJ's and the spinners. I like I like that. I like that. I that would be that would be pretty dope. I mean, I, uh, well, what uh, what Donnie's call that motherfucker? <laughs> he called that motherfucker Earl Earl Levert. Earl, nigga, what nigga? His name is Ed. His, nigga, his name is Edward. <laughs> it's fucking Edward. But um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Um. Hmm. 
Gotta give me one, man. Um, Based off of music you heard growing up, give me. You gotta give me one, man. Somebody stand out to you. I say Anita Baker and Patti LaBelle. Oh damn! Can you? Can you oh, no, I think Patti LaBelle already. Yeah, sure. She already did one. Damn. Damn, she already did. Has anybody done it more than once? I don't think so. Oh, okay. no, I, I don't think so. But yeah, I definitely uh, Anita Baker. She definitely got to be in there because that's 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 my that's my auntie. That's my unofficial auntie. Yeah. Um, Anita Baker Sade. I don't know if that's fair. Donna ain't gonna like that, but I don't know if that's yeah. fair. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that's I mean, fair. It's it's one of those things where they're again they got a they got a unique they both got unique voices. You can you know hey, Anita. Yeah. When you hear it, you yeah. know what I'm saying. I'm Anita got a lot of, she got a little bit more slower records. You know what I'm saying. So they got more of a, you know, like she rhythm with her shit. You know what I'm saying. Got a few slow records. Got yeah. a few slow records, but for the most part, she got she's about the rhythm. So they gonna keep it moving with that fucking uh, uh, paradise. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I could see like um, sweet love going up against smooth operator, something like that. You know what I'm saying. Uh. Uh, see, that's what I meant by I don't know if it's, yeah. it's fair because, like you just said, like they both kind of, right? Both of them kind of like kind of opposite. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I can't really say. I can't really think of anybody else I want to go against Anita Baker right now. But definitely uh, uh, Anita Baker. I know she got to be in there. Well, you need more of an R and B versus than a, than a rap rap verse. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about a little Bow Wow and a little Romeo verse? That wouldn't be fair. <laughs> that wouldn't even be fair. I'm sorry. That wouldn't even be fair. Uh, Bow Wow would wipe the flow. Hey, hey, man. With see a little R O M E O. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me see who else I can get up. And silk, silk the Shocker versus uh, I don't know who the fucking Battle Silk man. Honestly, I don't know if it's if it's Battle Silk the Shocker to put him against anybody. <laughs> no, I mean no offense to him, but I don't. I don't know. That's fair to Silk, do that, Silk, but that's just my Silk opinion. Silk got his money, but I damn sure wasn't a fair. Well, I mean, a fan of his uh his delivery. I wasn't. I, I wasn't a fan of the delivery. You know, I, I say that he 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 snuck up, Mister Go helped him out on on my shit. It ain't my fault. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck he was. Uh, shit, had Mister Go battle anybody yet? No, I don't think so. Um, Nigga, battle fucking busted and shit. I don't know that stuff. Yeah, well, Buster got more plenty of yeah, boys. Yeah, you know, Mr. Go got locked up. Man. I don't know that stuff. Like, see, that's that's kind of the same thing I was saying. Like with the Gucci and the Jeezy thing is like, I mean, we all know why that verse is happening. Yeah. But it, I mean, and it made sense. But as far as like we talking strictly the music, mm-hmm. even that wasn't fair to a, to a certain degree. To me, the, to me that one because Jeezy just got way more hits. Jeezy didn't even pull out the greatest shit. But yeah, as far as like. Yeah, Boston Mystical. Nah, that 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 ain't fair. That ain't yeah, fair, man. All right, I'm about to do. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this right here, man. You know, it's a continuation from yesterday. Uh-oh. But uh, which decade was best for R and B and why? I'm the seventies. It's not. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's not close. I'm not gonna say that. But the seventies, man, because it's just it don't touch you, man. The motherfuckers, the nineties. You you know how we saw we. The, the piggyback from yesterday, the seventies, you know what I'm saying, the nineties. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying. Do you really say that um, the the nineties uh, is, is, you know, is close? I don't even, I don't feel that way. No. You know what I'm saying. Like I said, I, I don't even, I don't even feel that way. I'm gonna let you go, go ahead with your, uh, with your statement though. But I guess you get passionate about that, that about that seventies, man. Man, look, I'm not gonna sit here and say that. I, I feel like I can, like, like we was telling, like we were telling Stunt yesterday, man. Um, the 90s, 
I understand why our generation loves nineties because the nineties did have better vocals. Um, and you also had added the hip hop element into R and B in the nineties. So of course it was a little bit more flowing. You know what I'm saying? It was. I mean, as we see as time has gone on, everybody kind of likes things to be a little faster paced, even with sports, music. Everything's faster paced. So of course I can see why. But the seventies, man. The, the the I mean, what do you think people from the nineties got their shit from? Everybody sampling their shit from the seventies. The production, bro, just. Shit so cold. It's, it's, it's cold, man. Like you just gotta, and of course, like 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 Stunt said, like it. Some of the seventy shit that had me sitting in the corner crying. Um, well, it, it has him doing right. it. It don't have me yeah. doing it. But and I'm not I'm not trying to be a macho or nothing like nah, that. That's nigga, not even my style. Yeah, this nigga can cry. He can cry, nigga. Yeah, yeah, like that. That ain't no big deal to me. But the seventies, I, I just I, I thoroughly enjoy it. The intros, bro. Yeah. The intros alone in the 70s will fuck you up, man. The intro to Backstabbers. The intro to fucking uh, They'll Never Be. The intro to um, call I Call Your Name. The intro to That's the Way of the World. The intro to What's what's My Shit? In the Stone. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, intros alone will fuck you up, you know what I'm saying, in the 70s. And it is like we talked about yesterday. Like how things are now. Or, or over time, people will just release music just because they got contracts to fill, they got mm-hmm. time, they got time to meet and all that other shit. Back then, they wasn't releasing shit until they knew it was a fucking hit. Well, you gotta also understand they had eight track and you couldn't skip shit, so yeah, your shit had to be tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Otherwise, it's like what the fuck I'm gonna play this shit for. You know, you riding in, uh, you know, old school caddy, and you put in that eight track and your shit ain't and your shit ain't rocking. And what you can do Only thing you do Is take it out and Put in something else To actually ride the whole time Exactly And and it's like you said earlier I mean like you said yesterday man Like And I don't think There's nothing wrong With, with the digital or the, the digital and the analog shit That we have now I mean cause It's cool It's easier to make Yeah uh, to, to create on But uh, But You can definitely hear Back then They were playing on Actual instruments Like and look, man, you just, just it, like you said, that shit just hits you, bro. Instrumentation, bro. It just hits you, man. It's everything when you can, what you when you feel the when you feel the music. Because mm-hmm. that that shit, that man, hey, that that seventy soul music didn't got me through. It didn't got me through some shit, man. And like I said, it had me in the corner crying about no shit, but it definitely, definitely made me feel better about myself in a, in, a, in a lot of situations. So I I, I fuck with it, man. I'm, I'm biased towards it, right? But I'm but I definitely do think like. I don't think it's like by far margin that that the '90s can't compete with it, or the '80s, or you know, even like we talked about yesterday, the Motown '60s. So, uh, but I just think overall, but the '70s just, man, shh, hey, it's untouchable. I'm gonna I'm 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 close it on this, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm pick your brain a little bit. All right. Top five songs from the '70s, man. Make it easier for just the top five songs that you heard growing up. That's probably easier to pick from. You know what I'm saying? Ooh man, man, you put me on the spot because I ain't never, yeah. really thought, I ain't never really thought about that. Cause I just be listening. To yeah, shit. um, and ain't got you know I take the pressure off. It ain't got to be a top five. Just give me five of your five five of your hitters right there. You saw what you was doing yesterday with with stunt. You know what I'm saying? Him, him trying to go blow for blow with the verses. So. Man, listen, um, definitely got to pull the stylistics joint up. Um, cause I fuck with them heavy. I'm trying to think of which one I would fuck with the most. Um, but okay, first I'm gonna go with I Can't Help with Michael Jackson. That's mm-hmm. to me, that's my favorite song off, off, off the wall. 
I know most people gonna have different opinions, but but I can't help it. That's my shit. Yep. Uh, man, you, you put me, you put me on. Yeah. You put me on the spot with that one. Uh, that uh, it's 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 an instrumental, but getting it on by Leroy Hudson. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Jeezy sampled that shit back in 2010 of uh, a track called Time on on Trapper Die Two. That's my shit too. Which style? Oh no, you said no, you said I can't help it. That was one, and then that, and then this one too. I did say a stylistic, a stylistic joint too. Um, definitely, I, I got to pull one from them. Bet you by golly, wow. Okay, okay. Is it is it between that? Payback is a dog. People make or work. people make the world go around. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, oh, uh, Quiet Storm, Smokey Robinson. Smokey, so number that's four. That's, that's, that's four. my shit. Um, Who got that spot, man. Who got that last spot? Oh um, man, I don't know why they think of Quiet Storm, but that's definitely one of them things that I can remember. Just like I always playing on the radio. Oh, Smokey, it's soft. In my granddad's house when I was a kid. Man. Oh, the voice be shaking and shit. <laughs> Quiet Storm. Oh man! <laughs> Damn. Uh, what else? Smokey, Smokey is a writer. God damn it! I, yeah, uh, yeah, man. You want to talk about verses with writing? <laughs> Smokey is Smokey up there, bro. Smokey up there. Yeah. Smokey uh, might be one of the greatest songwriters of our time. Of, of, yeah, still living with us of our time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I definitely got to pull the Isley Brothers. Cause them, hey, them my niggas too, man. Oh yeah, uh, Boys Ted Landis. Ah, uh, yeah. That's that'll work. That'll it's work. It's either 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 voice to Atlantis. Yeah, honorable mention. Uh, uh, honorable uh, mention. Uh, or don't or don't say goodnight. Yeah. Yeah. What about footsteps in the dark? See, man, I can fuck you up, man. I got no choo- no nah, choosy love is eighties. Um, what's what's my shit? Uh, make me say it again, girl. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, for the love of you, I feel like I've heard it so much. I don't even. I don't even fuck with it. It's like it's they, like somebody talking about bad by Michael Jackson. Like that's one of those songs and Thriller. I I'm you know what I mean I'm not able to. I heard it too much. I heard it too much. The only song you know as well as I do that I can play no problem by Michael is motherfucking Human Nature. Hey, man, great song, song ever created. Yeah, I stand by. Never, it. never. I've yet to get tired of hearing that. Shit. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Hear it anywhere. I'll stop if I hear it sampled somewhere. I'll, I'll stop where I am Try to figure out What the fuck it is Like it's just it, It's too infectious man Man it's look It's too infectious any, any, The people that grew up with me Know <laughs> No man that, that is my shit I was in high school Man everybody playing I mean of course I fucked with, with Gucci Around that time too But I also had my little moment I'm like oh, Let me sneak in some mic here Yeah And, and listen, listen to him Especially Human Nature Man I, I told you I could be in the middle of A ready to chop Somebody damn neck off You I hear that song <laughs> Fuck everything. I'm I'm finna I'm finna chill out and listen to that. So yeah. Um but yeah those those will probably be my five. Um but at the same time, like you said with the Isley brothers, man, like you done heard them songs so many times, I they they all somewhat blend together. At least to me, they somewhere blend together to it's like I it's kinda hard to choose between between uh between others, like hello. I fuck with that head. I kinda was a little upset when T I did his little version of Yeah, that shit cold. I mean it was it was I, it was like that's why cool. I heard it the first time for me. You know what I'm saying? Like that show, shows what I know as far as like Ozzy's go. But yeah, when I heard T with uh with Governor on that shit, I remember morning to the night, you know what you say? <laughs> governor, governor was the shit, yo, from I mean, that time frame for a little bit. He had a little album himself, but I don't know what the fuck happened. He had a song called Forgive Me with a dope ass fucking sample on it. Uh 
Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. We'll, we'll play that shit after it, the it, show, it, man. It, it, it was cool. Like I said, it, it was cool. But to me, it's just like it's like I said about with some with some movies. It's like man, some things don't need to be duplicated, yeah. bro. Like to me, Hello is one of them. I, I don't know what it is. Right. Like same with, with like Human Nature. Even who, though I like who did it, it. Who did it the best to you? Who's who? Where have you heard the best sample for Human Nature? Oh, definitely. Um, SWD. They shit. What about what about Chris? I, I liked his too. What, I did. And what about Nas? Uh, what's the, what's the fuck is what's the fuck is it's the last record on Nas? Um, uh, fucking album, first album. Why I'm drawing a blank? Uh, Illmatic. What the fuck is the, is the name of that shit? The fuck is I didn't this? know that he did. I didn't know he did. So, uh, I didn't know. God he damn it! I'm drawing a blank on this fucking song. That shit tripping me out, yo. It ain't hard to tell. It ain't hard to tell. Yeah, it ain't hard to tell. That's what it is. Nas, it ain't hard to tell. And um, yes, and then of course you know Big Sean did it. They saying he sampled it off the new album. You, heard, you ain't heard it yet. Uh-uh. Okay. okay. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say and say I'm a Big Sean hater, but I ain't yeah. really. I, over time, I've kind of lost a little interest in him, yeah. so I, I had to go back and listen to that for myself. But uh, but yeah, but uh, probably SWV. But I thought with with what Chris Brown did with the two, but yeah, SWV. That's definitely I. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I like it. And you know what's funny about that is I didn't really find out until about two or three years ago that that was real in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. I didn't even know that. I was like, God, I've been listening to this song all these years and I didn't fucking know that. Right. And I think he also had a hand in the production of it too, right? Yeah. Which, I, Along, of course, with Rex and Effects, him and Chad did that one. Should have known. They, and Pharrell did the rap for, um, for Teddy. The Teddy, ready with the one, two, checker. Rex and Effects. Yeah, Pharrell wrote that shit, so... Mm. Virginia, man, you see what we doing, man. Seven five seven is here, man. That's what that's what we've been here, shit. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully, you know, this is my time to get my shine with that. You know, little little plug in uh, for Ro- for Romy Mac, man. But no, nah, D Millie, man, I gotta say it was a blessing having you on the show, bro. You know I, what I'm saying? I appreciate you being up there, giving that honest, that uh, that raw truth to everybody. You I know appreciate what I'm saying? that, Mike. You know what I mean? Like the you hit the fuck it button. I saw something today with um the fuck is his name? He just got out. He just got out. Not too long ago but it's like a ted talk he was talking about the fuck it button i have to send you the link when it's done but it's like a ted talk oh, what the fuck is that nigga? he do um he do the show with uh with gilly uh i think his name start with a w or some shit like that i forget his name but he does the uh the radio the podcast with uh with gilly the kid and uh but he was talking about that like being able to hit the fuck it button like us worrying about you know what people think of us and all that shit man so it's just learning to be more all Authentic, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, if you really wanted me to hit the fucking button, man, you probably should have went into some of the other topics that we were talking about. But hey, that's that's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, I'm gonna go into the. I'm gonna go into (laughs) this one. This one last thing. Who got more hits? Goddamn it, Stevie Wonder, goddamn Michael Jackson. Man, (laughs) man, listen. I, I I didn't get a chance to do the, to do what I told y'all I was gonna yeah. do last night because I I went home and I went straight to sleep. Yeah. Um. And then I woke up this. I ain't gonna go to about eleven or twelve o'clock today. I slept long as fuck last night. But uh, I want to be fair, so I'm a I'm 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 gonna go back and listen to more Stevie shit. I'm gonna tell you. But I, right now I'm gonna go. Last back. night I did the research, and right now, Michael got more. Michael has more hits. I like I said, man. I, I wouldn't. I wasn't ready to call it a landslide. I wasn't ready to call it a landslide, and I could. I'm not gonna be able to. Like I said, man, they they chart they chart them out. Stevie, they they come from that that 
that realm of just like people that had dropped nothing but hits. Yeah. The the Elton Johns, the Madonnas, the David Bow uh, was it Bow David Bowie's the you know what I'm saying? Uh just those people at that time that just dropped like hit after hit after hit, you know what I'm saying? Springsteen's, you know what I'm saying? Like all all those guys, you know. Yeah. So but fair you know, for for now, for now, I gotta tell you know, let Sachs know that it's uh they did, you know, he, he, I, I'll give credit where credit is due. Yeah. And I say, Mike, Mike, at this point, at right now, from what I've seen, you know, they both got, like, Stevie got 101 singles. I was looking on Wikipedia for it. Michael has, like, I think six, I think he had, like, 60 singles with, like, the Jackson 5, and I think he had 40 by himself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, ultimately, it's about the same, but, you know, I mean, yeah, that's why I said like it's gonna take it's gonna take some work. Yeah. But, but you got anything you want to say say to the folk man before we close out? Be safe. Wear a damn mask. Wash your asses. Cause apparently that that, that took the COVID shit for motherfuckers to start doing that. Um, yeah, and think for yourself. That's I, I don't really have a whole lot of shit to say because motherfuckers don't listen anyway. So uh yeah, just you know, be safe out there. Alright. <laughs> uh, D Millie and Romy Mac, it's two cents exclusives. We out. Peace.